You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. One of the best ways I have found support on my business building experience is through the power of one-on-one coaching. And coaching was a very new concept to me up until a few years ago. And it's been so astounding to me how quickly change and progress happens in a business when you have access to one-on-one coaching. And I know for many creatives and many florists, the idea of hiring a business coach or the idea of investing in coaching feels really scary. And everybody has so many stories and so many ideas of, well, I'm not there yet. You know, I am not at the revenue level I want to be yet. I can't afford it. I don't have the money. I don't want to make the investment. We all have all of our own reasons and all of our own excuses in terms of why we're afraid to invest in our own growth and why we're afraid to invest in our own business. And that's why I love the structure that we have created inside the Flower Boss Academy, because when you sign up, you get access to one-on-one coaching. And for the pennies that you pay to be part of the Flower Boss Academy, to have access to the support, the expertise, and the infrastructure that we provide to you in a totally flexible monthly membership is freaking amazing. So the one of the things I wanted to do was to A, introduce you guys to your coaching team, make the time, spend a little bit of time so that you can hear from each of one of them and really understand who they are as human beings. But I'll also tell you too, that these three coaches have been handpicked by me. So they had to go through my application process. They have to coach me, which is <laughs> no easy task, but it's like we are all have a very similar philosophy on life, but who we are as people and the experience that these amazing humans bring to the table is fucking incredible. So I feel so honored to be able to share the stage with them and so honored to be able to introduce you guys to these amazing human beings because where we are taking this program and where we are taking this membership and where we get to take this industry is so exciting. Like it's so incredibly exciting to be able to do this work and to really like blaze a whole new trail within the floral design industry and be the place that florists get to go if they want to learn how to make more money, they want to learn how to show up with more confidence, and they want to learn how to really build a business that they actually love. And in this week's podcast episode, I wanted to share with you a class that we hosted recently inside of the Flower Boss Academy, talking about the real secrets to making more money. And in this class, you will hear from the whole coaching crew, you'll get to know each one of them really well. And you'll understand just why I love them so much. But it's so helpful to hear from other entrepreneurs, particularly entrepreneurs outside the floral design industry, about the process and understanding what it actually takes to make money. And this is what I love about coaching is the fact that we get to really dig in and dive into the managing your mindset piece of the puzzle and really seeing the power of the human brain and how much authority you have over your business and over your life. And in almost all cases, how much we don't even realize we're the ones in the way of us creating the outcome that we want to create so incredibly empowering. And it's so powerful to be able to sit down with another human being who is trained, who is formally trained in understanding how the brain works, and who is there to work with you to tease things apart and be like, Oh, yeah, no, I could totally see how if you're telling yourself this perspective that yeah, you are going to feel stuck. So how could we reframe that? How could we come at this from a different point of view? Is there a different interpretation? Can we talk through the experience in a way that's going to really serve you and build momentum so that you can make progress? And that is the power of coaching is really understanding how the human brain works and giving you the tools that you need to create the business that you want to create. So without further ado, my friends, please enjoy this audio session with my coaching team with my amazing humans. And if you're not inside the Flower Boss Academy, come join us. This is the stuff that we talk about. 
talking about how to make money, talking about all things, getting customers, building businesses that we love, learning how to show up with more confidence. And you get to hang out with these people every single week. Yay. Hey. (laughs) We are here. It's so fun. Okay. So I'm going to give everybody a couple minutes to come on. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Because you get to hang out with all my people and I get to introduce all of my people to my people, which is so fun. So everybody who's here has come and signed up because they want to learn the real secret to making money in their flower business, which is awesome because we're going to tell you everything. (laughs) We're going to reveal all of our secrets and share all of our goodness with you. And a couple of things before we begin, if anybody has any questions or anything, feel free to use and abuse the chat functionality. You'll see it in the bottom of your screen. (laughs) Feel free to use it, ask questions, interact, engage. You guys know most of the time we run a pretty casual classroom here. And I really want to make sure you guys get the most out of these sessions. And the goal for today's session is I really want to take the time to introduce you to three of my favorite humans on the whole planet don't tell Jess Jerome I said that, but three of my absolute favorite humans on like <laughs> the planet Earth, <laughs> because these are three amazing women who are on this journey with me to help you guys make more money in your business. They are literally handpicked by me. So they totally come and I want to say almost subscribe <laughs> to the same power and understanding and techniques and woo and coaching and interpretive dance. And we always have a good laugh. And I always learn from them every single time I connect with them. So I want to take today and they're actually going to teach you guys (laughs) their thoughts and ideas in terms of what it takes to build a successful business, what it takes to make more money, and what it takes to become a trailblazer within this industry. Because it has very much occurred to me that there is a very strong narrative within our industry that you don't go into floristry to make money. And I am happy to be proof of the fact that that's the biggest lie that you've ever been told in your entire life. (laughs) But it requires us to take a different approach and to approach things from a slightly different perspective, which is why as part of the Flower Boss Academy, you guys get access to so much coaching because this has been the missing piece of the puzzle for me in my own experience. Because when we look inside of our own industry, all we see is fancy technology, expensive STEM counting software, young, beautiful women, With beautiful babies, cute dogs, lots of Instagram followers, and pretty flowers. And there are tons of people for you guys to go out there and learn all about pretty flowers and how to design in the way that you create the work that you want to create. But we are all here to learn how to make money, to do that, to be able to pour our passion and be able to turn it into a profit. So I'm going to take a few minutes and just go around the room and let each of these amazing humans introduce themselves. And we are going to um, just dig into a few specific juicy topics in terms of how to make money. But again, if any questions come up for you guys as you're listening to their kind of wisdom and guidance, feel free to throw it into the chat functionality as well. I want to make sure that you guys feel like you get a huge amount of value out of this call. And I'll also tell you now, and I'll repeat it at the end of today's class as well, Whitney, Patricia, and Jenny are the humans you will meet on the other side of your 20-minute coaching sessions, and they are incredible human beings. And I know we all might have (laughs) some hesitation, some scariness, some what the crap have I even signed up for and why is Kathleen making me do this type of shenanigans? (laughs) But I will tell you guys that I just love these three women so much. And they are, it's like having a virtual hug, but better because it's still socially distanced. And that's what I'm going to say. So Whitney, I might just start with you. If you could just introduce who you are and a little bit about your coaching background. How did you find coaching? Well, I'm Whitney Beard, one of the fabulous coaches here at Flower Boss that gets to coach all you fabulous members. Um, how did I find coaching? Was that the question? <laughs> Already, how did coaching find you? 
how did it find me? You know what? From a very young age, like high school, I was interested in like self-help stuff and have always like read and listened and whatever to that sort of stuff. And um, coaching found me through my husband because he was like, hey, I think I'm going to get certified as a life coach. And I'm like, oh, tell me more. And I said, I think I want to do that. And it was like the missing link of there was like, you know, you'll see it when you believe it and all that sort of stuff. But it was the whole premise of um, your thoughts, create your feelings, you take action from your feelings. And that's what creates your results. That was like mind blowing to me. It wasn't like everything outside of me that was causing things. It was my mind that I can create anything I want with my mind that I was like, wait, hold on, hold on. And that's when I just like fell in love with it. I was like, oh my God, this is wild. So even when I'm having, let's say like a crap day, I know I'm creating it, which I don't have to blame myself for. It's just kind of like, oh, I can turn it around if I want to. And sometimes I don't want to. I want to have a big pity party. And other times I'm like, yeah, I'm going to turn this around. So it's like the magic of knowing that and then be able to put it in action. Yeah. And I think you said something really powerful there because I I have a brain that's very well practiced at beating myself up over everything. That's its default habit. That's where it wants to go. I will be brutally honest with you guys and tell you that the biggest headline inside of my own head is you're not good enough. And it finds reasons to support that story a dozen times in a day, probably an hour. (laughs) But this idea that Whitney has just highlighted to say, you know what, we get to take full responsibility for the results that we're creating in our day, in our life and in our business. And this isn't about us going into the spiral of beating ourselves up or feeling shame about it. It's about going, huh, oh, I could do something about this. Like if I've created this amount of money that's in my bank account right now, I could do different things to create a different amount of money that's in my bank account. Just that premise alone is mind blowing. (laughs) And I'll offer that it's not just do different things as you have to think different things. There's the doing, but it's the thinking that is the base of all of it. And I'll um, let you guys know too, because Whitney is the best advertiser of saying, Kathleen will teach you the what and the how. You can go into the study vault. You can copy and paste it all. It's all sitting there and it's all waiting for you. But Whitney will always be the one to come back and be like, the who, (laughs) who you get to become and who you need to be when you're making all of that action happen is just as important and probably more important. Because I'll be the first to tell you, guys, pricing is very simple. The math, your seven-year-old nephew can do it. But who do you need to be in order to be able to charge and command that premium? And what do you need to tell yourself in order to be able to make that level of money? It's like, that's the missing piece of the puzzle, which is so good. So Jenny, I might jump over to you. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenny. I've met some of you. Um, What drew me to coaching in the first place was my complete and utter despair that had been going on for decades. Kathleen knows the story. That's why I don't mind that she's laughing. <laughs> and none of us believe it because we look at Jenny Grisecci and we go like, what do you mean? She's the most like beautiful, radiant human on the planet. <laughs> I was so sad, so despairing, so um, much a victim in my own story. And as Whitney so perfectly stated, once I was drawn to coaching, which was uh, had culminated in a three-year search of podcasts and books and um, you know TED talks and you know whatever, I was trying to find something that I could connect to, and I found a coach, and her message was just something I had never heard, which was essentially that a it's all in your head, and b that's not bad news, that's actually good news. Because you can control what's in your head. You just can't control what's happening out there. And so being able to shift from being a victim in my story to the protagonist, the victor, was incredibly profound and completely pulled me out of my depression that I had had off and on for many years. I didn't want to take medication because I'm really sensitive to medication. And so coaching within a matter of months, I pulled myself out of depression, haven't gone back. (laughs) And my transformation was so profound that even the people I was talking to at the time were just so blown away. It It just seemed like becoming a coach was the next step. It just was like, I was so excited about what I had found. And I am still, you guys, so excited about what I know and what I get to share with you guys every day. It's amazing. 
that um, becoming a coach was just like, where do I sign up? So, and I think one of the best lessons I've learned from Jenny Grisecci is one, maintaining a habit of creativity is really important for your soul because mm. you will shrivel away and die. <laughs> That's that headline. But the second thing is, is continuing to learn and almost obsess over the mechanics of the human brain and knowing like it was Jenny Grisecci who taught me about the negativity bias. And I was like, oh, so like it's not just me that walks around my brain identifying every single problem that's in front of me or my brain wanting to default to we're not making enough money. We don't have enough orders. We don't have enough Instagram followers, like just focusing on the gap all the time. I literally thought that I was broken and that everybody else walked around with some magic unicorn filter of like, no, just believe in the possibilities. Stick with the positive affirmations and you'll be fine, baby. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, we're not making enough money over here. <laughs> so I love Jenny's obsession with like the science, right? The science, the biology, whatever you want to call it. Because she keeps coming back to me and she's like, hey, I just found this out. This is cool. And I was like, what? What? You don't want to geek out on brain science so and geeky. neurology? <laughs> so geeky, guys. So I'm going to jump over to the other side of the continental United States of America, over to post-storm Florida. <laughs> Hopefully the sun is out today. And Patricia can tell us a little bit about, she's been in the coaching space forever, I want to say, for a long time, which is so fun. Well, thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm Patricia Chimino. I'm the newest one to the clan. So I've coached with some of you here tonight. It's great to see you all and to be here. And my journey really started because I wanted to figure my own brain out. Like I could not understand why I could be so positive for everybody else and so negative to myself. And I mean, you're not the only one, Kathleen, with <laughs> You know, the worst case scenario is always playing out in my head and just a place of a lot of lack. And uh, I searched for a program and I was about to dive into this program that was based on like emotions. But then I found this program that really focuses on the mindset. And I knew that is what I needed. I really needed to get to the root of all that. And I'm going to tell you, when I learned this methodology of self-coaching, and this model that we teach, it completely changed my life. And like Jenny, I went from a victim mentality to like, oh my God, I'm owning this. And I just tell everyone it's pure gold to know that you can change how you think, how you feel, and how you show up. And it doesn't matter what's happening outside of you. I mean, I used to place a lot of how I felt on what was happening outside of me or on other people's opinions. That was huge. I was run by other people's opinions. And once you learn that, you know, once I learned that it really starts from within, that's what I wanted to change where it would start from within and come up and push outward. I knew that this was magic, really. And like Whitney said, there's some days where you, you don't want to go over to that positive place. You want to sit in those emotions and let them filter through you. I never really understood what that meant. And it's taken me a number of years to really play with that. But I see the value of it now. Because if I try to get over to that other side too quickly, my brain's not going to believe it. And so then it's just like an affirmation. I'm repeating, repeating, repeating. But it's not making an impact because I don't believe it. I'm not taking action from it. So I love this work. I've been in this space for 10 years and um, it's just who I am. And it's funny because I was introduced to personal growth way back. And I will say this and it's going to date me, but Dale Carnegie and <laughs> <laughs> how to win friends and influence people. His book, I loved him and I loved his workshops and I used to go to them, but it wasn't until I learned this, that truly it's how we are thinking that really drives all the results, all of them. So, and you, like, um, thank you, Jenny. I had, I had suffered from depression as well, and I would not take 
I, I took medication for a little bit. It didn't do anything for me. I'm, I'm, there's a great place for it for those who need it. But for me, it didn't do anything. And it wasn't until I this type of work that it changed everything. I want to pause on that concept of allowing the emotion. And particularly, I think, whether we want to call it a negative emotion or just an uncomfortable emotion that we all have on a regular basis. And it's a very normal part of owning the business. <laughs> Could you almost talk us through just an example of what you mean by that? Yeah. Just the other day, I was having just a really rough, rough day. And I just finally like sat with it, sat with what was happening in my day and didn't try to overanalyze it and just be with it. And be okay with being in that moment of feeling frustrated with what I was dealing with instead of sabotaging myself. Like, why are you feeling that way again? Like, come on, buck up. Instead of talking to myself like that, I was compassionate to myself and it allows that emotion to be there. It allows it to leave on its own when you don't even feel like you're monitoring it. I don't know how to describe that if I'm describing it the right way. But I know when I would like come down on myself, like I should be feeling this way and I got to, you know, be strong and do this and do that. And it's like, no, I can feel crappy for a minute here. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm human. Yeah. And, and I think it's such a good example because I will tell all of you guys, when a customer complains, I want you to feel sad and angry and upset and disappointed. I don't want you to take it as evidence to support the fact that you're not good enough and that your worthiness has been impacted. But we've all had those jobs where we've worked in environments where we did not give a rat's ass <laughs> about our customers or the experience. And this idea of going, oh, like I think it was Jenny who literally said at the top of your customer complaints protocol, step number one, allow the emotion. And I think it's the same thing when we're dealing with building our websites, hiring staff, <laughs> sorting through technology, all of it. Right. And we're so well practiced at believing that we're supposed to feel good all of the time. And I think it's so helpful to have Patricia come in here and be like, oh, no, frustration is a normal human emotion. And in fact, it's something we're going to feel on, if not a daily basis, certainly a weekly basis. And part of the coaching experience is learning how to open up to the full spectrum of emotions because so much of what we want to achieve, and in actual fact, any new result that you want to create in your business is going to come with the fuel of an emotion and being okay with that experience as part of this process. And I just decided it's a skill to learn. And being able to learn that skill with the support of coaches has been so helpful for me. Because even, and Jenny Grissetti will be the first to tell you guys, sit down and feel proud of yourself. And I'll be like, no, thank you. <laughs> that is a very uncomfortable emotion. I'm going to go over here and do something so that I can not sit and feel proud of myself. And so your uncomfortable emotions need to be felt in order for you to make more money. And for every single one of us, what feels uncomfortable is very different, right? It might not necessarily be a negative or a positive emotion, but this idea, and I think, um, it was Patricia who kind of presented this concept to us as coaches a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, what are you even talking about? This is blowing my mind. Looking at what's working really well in your business, using that as fuel for positive momentum in your business to keep going. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're not supposed to just beat yourself up all the way to the finish line. Is that not how this works anymore, guys? <laughs> Um, I might jump back over to Jenny and just say, what do you think has been one of the most helpful either concepts or lessons that you'd love to share with our community on their journey to making more money? Yeah, I think along the lines of talking about emotions, when I started doing this work, you guys, as a client, you know, I had a coach, I guess maybe a few months in, I was doing a six month program at the time. I started having panic attacks and my initial thought was, oh crap, this is backfiring. Like it's too stressful. Now I'm having panic. But thankfully she taught me about panic just being a very intense form of anxiety, right? 
um, and that that's an emotion. And so because I had the training, I learned how to do what I was taught to do, which is to process emotions. And what I learned from that is that any emotion, no matter how visceral, no matter how intense, no matter how uncomfortable, it might hurt, but it cannot harm you unless you remain in resistance to it, right? Then it can go into some unwanted places, uh, maybe behaviorally or even psychologically or even physically. But this idea that you do exactly what Patricia said, and this is something, and Patricia will say this too, it's a practice. You have to learn how to do it. You spend time sitting with your emotions and lo and behold, you don't have to be rushed to the hospital and no one has to perform CPR on you and the emotion passes through and you teach your mind and your body that it's just an emotion. In other words, the worst thing that can happen to you is an uncomfortable emotion. And that was just so empowering to me. And I had two panic attacks during this time. And the first one I was pretty, you know, put off by, but the second one I was ready for. And I sat with it and I just acknowledged it. I didn't resist it. I didn't wish it away. I didn't try to manage it. I just let it be there. And it was done in five minutes and I've never had one since. My body learned. And so this is partly what we have to offer you guys is learning how to manage your emotions so that they don't hijack you and take you into action, whether in your business or even in your personal life, um, where you don't want to go, right? Because pretty much everything we do is based on an emotion, either how we're feeling at the time or how we think we're going to be able to feel if we do or you know pursue something, right? So to be able to have cognitive authority over your life without being pushed around by your emotions is a fucking superpower. Can I say that on this call? It's a superpower, you guys. So um, that was a big one for me, Kathleen, among others. Yeah. And I think it's so easy for us as I want to say like normal humans to look <laughs> like Jenny and Whitney and Patricia and be like, oh, those guys have got it all figured out. Like Jenny is a professional emotions feeling queen. <laughs> Tell you guys, that is a lie. Right. And this, I think it's this idea, like for me, I will say the skill and like, this is from Patricia is like the skill is to open up to compassion, which I think for most of us as women is new. Yeah. Right. We're so used to having these I would say like very, very high expectations in terms of how we show up as humans, siblings, friends, moms, business owners, floral designers, like the bar that we've set for ourselves is up here and the bar that society has set for us is very high. And the idea of practicing, you know, letting go of a perfectionist fantasy of even oh, well, these guys seem to be able to feel all of their feelings all of the time. And it's like, oh, no, like it is just every human being gets to develop their own rhythm and routine and practice around learning how to feel your feelings. And for many of us, we did not come from family constructs where anybody sat us down and said, so this is an emotion. <laughs> This is what the vibration might feel like in your body. And here's a super helpful worksheet <laughs> to help you feel your feelings. No, instead, we're all taught that we cause other people's feelings and that other people cause our feelings and that we should blame and shame. <laughs> but this idea of going like, oh, like learning to feel your feelings is how you get to making more money. It's like, that's the secret doorway. So feeling the fear, feeling the uncertainty, feeling the frustration, feeling the excitement, feeling the surprise is how you get, like you literally like get through the experience, take action and the money is there. And it's such a different way to go about it. Such a different way to go about it. Whitney, I'd love to hear from you in terms of what your favorite kind of either coaching concept or idea is that you love. Talking about. I feel like they're all like interwoven, but I'm going to do two because I'm an overachiever. Just kidding. I'm not. I just thought of two. <laughs> just thought of two. Uh, so the two that were mind blowing to me was 
One is your relationship with anything or anyone is only your thoughts about it, which was like mind blowing to me because I thought it was outside. Like there was a rule book of how things are, like what it means to either be in love or have a best friend or even your relationship with your business, your relationship with money is only your thoughts about it. Money is totally neutral. It's just your thoughts about it. And when that was like shared with me and and taught to me, I was like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Because then that led me to a daily practice that I do when I self-coach, which is I'll see how I'm feeling and I'll say, I'm feeling whatever my emotion is. And then I finish it up with, because I'm thinking, and then I write down all my thoughts that are causing that emotion, which then illuminates for me what my relationship is with it. And then I, from that awareness, I get to decide if I want to change it or not. And it kind of takes all the, for me, drama out of it as if it's happening outside of me. I just know it's my thoughts about it, which sounds, it's simple. It's not easy. That's what it is. It's simple, but not easy. And reminding myself that, that my relationship with anyone or anything is my thoughts about it or them. And then seeing what, thoughts are causing the emotion in relationship to that subject. Could you give us an example and possibly use money as the topic, theme, idea, circumstance? So like if I, I used to think you had to work really hard to make money. It wasn't just a thought, it was a belief, which is only a thought you keep thinking, but it's like an unquestioned thought, or you had to also be really lucky one or the other, but not just showing up and doing stuff that wasn't going to cut it. And over time, through different experiences and a lot of mental work, it's like, oh, no, money can be easy. And I don't even have to know how it can be easy just to be open to the possibility that it can be easy is enough. And money's easier for me now. Like money comes in ways. I mean, I'll even appreciate, I found $10 on the street like a year ago. I still think about that. $10. But I was like, look at the money coming to me. I look for it any, any place I can get it. I'm like, hot damn, there's a nickel. I mean, I know I'm not going to retire in a nickel, but it's like, it doesn't matter. I just look for the ways that money is easy and it gets easier. Is and I think, um, I think as well, and we can dive into this a little bit more, particularly on the topic of money, because it is one of the most emotionally charged, loaded, heavy, (laughs) intense topics that every human being on the planet has. And for me in particular, I didn't even realize what my quote money story was until I got introduced to the concept of coaching because I didn't even know that a money story was a thing, like that we all actually have beliefs about money. And then when we layer on top of it, the fact that every human being has stories that we tell ourselves about money, and then the way that the human brain works is it's going to, without any of our control, look out into the world to continue to find evidence to support the fact that those beliefs are true. So that what Whitney's talking about is this idea of if we tell ourselves we have to work hard to make money, which is a very prominent headline in the floral design industry. If we have to work hard to make money, then we will continue to have these epically long to-do lists and shove more stuff into our calendar than is humanly possible, possibly almost have to check yourself into the hospital (laughs) because that's my story. Because this belief of you have to work hard to make money, when if you stop and think about it, it's like, oh, Kathleen could have saved herself so much physical exhaustion if I had paused for a moment and recognized that I was making all of this money mean so many different things and layering my money scarcity thoughts on all of these different aspects of our business that were actually at the root of my, you need to do more stuff in order to get the result that you want to get. But part of it is, and like the first step is becoming very aware of what that money story is that we have, and then deciding on purpose if you want to keep it. Somebody explained it to me the other day, like, it's like somebody gifted you a sweater and you didn't even realize it was gifted to you. You're just wearing it. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I could take this thing off? I don't what? Oh, right. And then 
leaning into this idea of having compassion for our human brain, because it's going to continue to want to believe that you have to work hard to make money. You don't go into floristry to make money. Making money is bad. (laughs) You're an evil person for wanting to make money. Like money doesn't fall from trees, like all the stories, we all have them. And this idea of going, okay, if we can become aware of our money story and then decide if we want to keep carrying that story with us and then going, oh, okay, so not helpful. Then going and really thinking about and being very intentional with what we want money to mean to us. And it is a practice, my friends. (laughs) Can I offer something that... I think something that's really handy is when you become aware of a thought that isn't serving you, that isn't useful, it's sometimes really challenging to just go, okay, I'm just going to think this instead. It's really useful to ask yourself the question, like, I had that thought you have to work really hard for money. I would ask, how could money be easy? Like, I would ask myself the question to get my brain going down that path that I really think asking the question rather than just trying to shoot a new thought in there is like make my brain come up with the answers and explore it more because there could be so many ways rather than just, oh no, money's easy because you won't believe it at first because you have the habitual thought of that you have to work really hard for it. Whereas it's like, oh, how could it be easy? Or how could making money be fun? Like what? No, money and fun. Spending money's fun. Making money's hard work. But no, how could it be fun to make money? I think making money is way funner than spending money. (laughs) I like both, but I actually like having money, like in my bank account. I like that the bestest. Yeah. (laughs) And I I think this exercise that it's super helpful because I think we'll all have our own ways of really teasing apart the idea of just raising the level of awareness that we have around what we're making money mean. Because I'll even say one of my favorite exercises is even just going through the process of recognizing like you have to work hard to make money. And I will literally stop and think for a minute. It's like, okay, does every human on the planet think that, right? Does Jeff Bezos, while he's rolling in his dollar bills, think that? Because for me, I have to get to the point where I can truly see that it's just one interpretation of a circumstance. Because then my brain is like, oh, so it's this is just one story not the story. And oftentimes we have to go to places that's like, it's not our family. It's not our friends. It's not our direct community. And I love going to the extreme. I was like, I mean, does Oprah think that you have to work hard to make money on her Maui ranch? (laughs) And we often have to look outside the floral design industry, right? Because there are tons of examples of famous florists who aren't making money. But really being super, super aware of it. Patricia, what are your favorite thoughts or concepts about coaching as it relates to making money? Well, I wanted to just go back to what yeah. Whitney, just really quickly, um, Whitney's question of how. I think that's such a great question that she shared, starting your sentence off with how, because a lot of times our brain will start a sentence off with why, like, why isn't this easy? And that's never really going to get you a solution. But the way when you start it with a how, then it puts your brain into problem solving mode. How do I do X, Y, or Z? So that was such a great suggestion that she had as far as asking. And to use that how with whatever question you are asking yourself, switch out why to how. You'll answer it completely different. Yeah. And I'll say too, because a lot of you guys have heard me use that example of one of my favorite go-to questions is what would this look like if it was easy? I think a more powerful version of that question is how could I make this easier? And I think this is the thing. It's like, use your superpower of being a creative, right? And going, okay, if I can untangle myself from this for half of a breath, (laughs) how could I make this easier on myself? Such a good observation. I love it. Anybody else have any other suggestions, ideas, thoughts, teachable moments that you want to share with the community about making money? Well, I want to share this thing. Yeah, I want to share. It it kind of ties into all of this. And, you know, that part of our brain called the RAS, which is the reticular activating system, I call it our internal Google search. It's your own Google search. Your reticular activating system, as Kathleen just said, when you ask yourself a question, you're Reticular activating system, this part of your brain will 
send up an antenna and filter out all the information that comes at you because we have millions of bits of information constantly coming at us all day long and our brain can't handle it. So we have this reticular activating system as a filter. It's filtering out what we're telling it to look for. So if we're saying, you know, why is this difficult? Like what you're saying, or why is this so hard right now? That is going to scan our environment for all the reasons, all the evidence of why it's hard right now in that moment. But if we ask ourselves a question that's empowering, like how could it be easy? Again, it's going to send the antenna up, scan the environment, grab any evidence it can from our past for how we can make this easy. And I think it's a really important thing because a lot of times we're focusing on something we don't want. I don't want to fail, right? This particular act, this Google search is going to search all the information, bring back down to you, share with you all the times in your past that you failed. But by switching it to what you do want to focus on, like, I want to succeed. Again, your brain is just like a computer. It's going to find the evidence from your past of when you did succeed. For me, I like to keep catching myself like, okay, what's going right? What's going well? Just like the class I taught last week on wins, like, What are those things that are going in my favor? Because I had a product business, a handbag business before my coaching. And I wish I had these tools. I wish I had a coach in my pocket during those four years that I was running that business because I was a solopreneur. And I'm going to tell you, my thoughts got the best of me. Like I was constantly thinking, oh, the supplier, you know, that I was dealing with who was out of the country and kept raising his prices. I kept thinking, how am I going to afford this? How am I going to do I mean, if I had these tools in my pocket, my journey with that might have gone in a different direction. And I might not have been a coach today. But, you know, that I just think, you know, you guys having this business and these tools on top is like powerful, powerful. It's so powerful. And I think even it's really helpful for all of us to hear from you guys, because we are all convinced as floral designers that we operate in a unicorn industry and we're the only people who struggle with increasing wholesale prices. (laughs) That is very easy for us to believe, but it's so helpful to have these experiences of other creatives and other business owners going like, oh no, that's a business ownership thing. That's not a floral design thing. (laughs) And I love Amber's point of this is like adopting and modeling a millionaire mindset. And I will tell you guys, I did not come from a millionaire family. We came from the family like Whitney, where it's just like, oh my God, I can still remember finding the $20 bill at the ferry terminal. <laughs> I'm like, guys, 20 bucks. <laughs> this is the best day ever. And it really is really fascinating that our reality is just one giant hallucination. We are literally just seeing the things that are going to continue to support our own belief system. And it's so helpful to know that that's just your human brain doing what your human brain does. So when it comes to learning how to make more money, having the resource of coaching is the secret to making it work. Because so often we don't even know what we're not seeing. And that's what's so helpful is being able to sign up for these coaching sessions and being part of these live classes and going like, I truly don't even know what I don't know, but holy crap, I didn't even know that I was making money even mean that in my world. And I know for some of you guys who've been part of this community for a long time, when we talk about having clients come to us with budgets of what we want, right? So much of our own work is unpacking our beliefs around money Mm -hmm. because we think, and we have put on paper, I want to work with clients who want to spend, you know, $200 on an arrangement or $10,000, $20,000 on their wedding flowers. And we're not even aware of the fact that we have this underlying belief system that says rich people are greedy. (laughs) And we're like, why am I not booking a $10,000 wedding client? Because you think rich people are greedy. (laughs) And it's all just this. It's such an interesting experience to be the business owner because it's literally you against yourself. And being able to have access to coaching has been such a game changer for me, which is why I'm so excited for you guys to have these. It's like this amazing crew of, I don't know, it's like Sherpas who are guiding you up Mount Everest. Just so fun. Kathleen, can I add something really quick? 
For those of you who are new here, and even those who are listening to the replay, I think it would be helpful for me to just say quickly, what sets our flavor of coaching, life coaching, apart from what you might find out there is that we're not going to just sit here and give you good advice. We're not going to tell you what to do. We're not going to give you three quick steps to floral design recipes. I mean, Kathleen will do that stuff, but um, (laughs) those of us that are, you know, in the mindset coaching, what we want to do is help you find what's really already inside. And I know that sounds really woo-woo, but trust me, it's there. And you guys are all so amazing and so resourceful. You already have everything it takes to accomplish your goals in your business. We're going to come along. We're not going to say, do these three affirmations every day, and then you're going to suddenly start feeling better about things. No, we are going to help you understand the way your brain works and why your brain has held on to narratives that don't serve you and how to make that shift in a way that's not just hopeful, wishful thinking, but literally summoning what we know about how the brain is wired and what it responds to and helping you develop new thoughts, new ways of thinking and believing that aren't just pie in the sky, I wish I could believe this, but literally something that comes from your truest, deepest held convictions, if that makes sense, so that you can create an authentic life, right? That's what this is about. Your floral design business and everything else in your life is about who am I and what do I want? And so many of us have never even asked that question. What do I want? Especially women. And so we're going to come alongside you, help you discover what you want, help you see where your own unhelpful narratives are in the way and how they're really not true anyway, and then how to shift the way you think in a way that is authentic, right? That's not just repeating affirmations, but literally something that is authentic to you. So that's why this work is so powerful. We're not going to just sit here and be your cheerleader and tell you, it's okay, you got this. We're going to do so much more than that. Well, and it's the ultimate yes and, because the three of you guys will be the biggest cheerleaders. Yeah. I think the thing about coaching is like, as a human being and as a business owner, we walk around with a lot of self-doubt and uncertainty as we're kind of meandering across the next bridge. And I just go, the value, one of the my favorite pieces of coaching and having coaches is you guys get to hold the belief for me when I don't have it. Mm. And this is beyond like, even for those of us who do work with our spouses and our family, I will tell you, trying to rely on them as your support and pit crew is a bad idea. (laughs) Just, I'm just going to summarize and tell you it's a bad idea. (laughs) Being able to rely on this like pit crew of three amazing coaches has changed my brain in such an incredible short period of time, because they are the ones who sit here and go, no, Hey, I know your brain's going to the, you're going to fall on your face and it's never going to work. We're just going to be over here believing in the possibility for you. And it's a whole other level of, I will even say emotional support that I've never felt like that before. When you can have somebody sitting there going, it's a fact, it's going to happen. (laughs) And I'll be like, okay. (laughs) Mindful of time. Yes, Whitney, go. I just want to offer something that, you know, we're speaking of this as if it's a done deal. Like it's just so easy to change your thought and be become aware. I just want to offer up that sometimes it just takes time. You've had months, years, possibly decades thinking the same thought that it's like this smooth super highway. This thought just jumps in there instantly. And then you want to believe, start believing a new thought. And it's this unpaved bumpy road with hard tires and it's like takes effort. And so what if it took a year to believe a new thought? Because once you believe it, you get to believe it forever. And that changes everything. So I guess I'm just offering up that to have compassion and patience with yourself that however long it takes is how long it takes. And once you believe the new thought, it's yours forever. Mm. 
Because a lot of times I think, I know for me, from my experience, I would get impatient. Everybody else does it. Everybody else seems to do it quickly. What's wrong with me? Why is it not happening so fast? Which is utter BS because I don't know what's going on in their brain. I just project what I want onto them. You know, like they're doing it. Why not me? Just to make me wrong. But the more I can like relax and go, oh, this is just the part where I'm figuring it out has been one of the most useful sentences that I feed myself consistently is, oh, this is just the part where I'm figuring it out. And that allows the space for me to figure it out instead of beating myself up. So if it doesn't happen instantly, love yourself through it. That's it. So good. It's so good. Patricia, Jenny, anything else you want to throw in to the mix? Yeah, I'll piggyback on Whitney that a ladder thought, which we use in coaching, is a thought that helps us get to that thought we want to have. I love using I'm learning or I'm practicing. So I'm learning to believe blah, 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 or I'm practicing believing blah, blah, blah. That's a much easier sentence for my brain to believe in that moment because I'm learning, right? Or I'm practicing. And it is so helpful because one of my very earliest bosses literally would remind us like nobody came out of the womb knowing how to do any of this stuff. Like nobody came out of the womb knowing how to build a flower business. Nobody came out of the womb knowing how to sort out Google ads <laughs> or hire the staff or fire the staff or get your website sorted or raise your prices or move your flower shop. All of the things that you guys are navigating. It's like nobody was born with the manual on how to do it. And that's, you know, part of the fun because you get to create your own path forward in making it happen because we're just all making it up as we go along. <laughs> Okay, we're going to wrap up there, but I'm going to say three things, three things, three things. And the first one is go in and book your 20 minute coaching sessions. You get to have 20 minutes every single week with these amazing humans. And they are just so incredibly helpful in showing us where in many cases, our default human brain is getting in the way of us creating the results that we want to create. The second thing I will say is I want to give all of you guys permission to go out there and build your desire to want to make more money. It's okay if it feels uncomfortable, but I just want you to go out there and build the desire to want to make more money. Because I promise you, like flowers are fun and so is making money. And the third thing <laughs> I will say is go out there and make some money <laughs> to prove to yourself just how fun it is. So incredibly fun. So if any of this has brought up questions or you know, raised awareness in terms of new kind of internal dialogue that you might be happening, or you want to take anything that you've heard here today a little bit further, don't hesitate to show up to a live class. Don't hesitate to book in your 20 minute coaching session. And don't ever, 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 ever hesitate to throw your questions into the community as well. I know it can feel a little bit intimidating and daunting, but we're all here to support and nurture and share our juiciest bits and pieces that we can. And just know that you are in a very, very, very safe community. Very safe. It is like, well, as Janine said, it is the umbrella of love, but it is like a giant hug. It's all of the flower family that you wish that you had. <laughs> so it's been so fun. So fun. And... This is so fun, Dana. Take it to a 20-minute coaching session. Ask in the universe how I can sell my workshop tickets rather than will they sell. I think it's so good. I feel like you're going to come up with 25 ideas in a heartbeat. <laughs> the other thing too is throw it into the community because everybody will have so many ideas and they will also tell you what did not work. <laughs> so good. But that, I think that that question is so powerful. How can rather than will they sell? Start your questions off with how can. Okay, my friends, it's always so fun hanging out with you. That's what we have for you today. Have the most amazing day. Please take care of yourself. Book in your 20-minute coaching session. Ask your questions. Let's get to work. Go out there and make some money. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.